0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling with the Week, a 450 splash directly onto the raised knees of the week. That's right. It's going to hurt. I'm your host, James Willems, joined, as always, by Scorpio Sky.
0: James, what a week. It's a beautiful day here in Southern Mm -hmm. California, and Mm yesterday—not yesterday, yesterday as in the time this airs, but the time we were recording this Mm -hmm. yesterday—was the Nature Boy Ric Flair's birthday. So I want to send a big shout out to the Nature Boy. Woo! Happy birthday, seventy-two years. I mean, who doesn't love Ric Flair?
1: Amazing. Like I, uh, Ric Flair is one of those wrestlers that I didn't truly appreciate. There's several of them. One isn't Scorpio Sky, but I didn't truly appreciate, like, in the era because they were doing what they do so well, so good, like, whether it's making themselves likable or unlikable. Like, I just didn't, I couldn't truly appreciate it. But then now being older and looking back, I'm like, there isn't this, this, this sports entertainment thing doesn't exist without them. And Ric Flair is definitely one of those. Man, there are so
0: many people that just. Take after Ric Flair. I mean, if you look at Mm -hmm. even just the way we all dress today, I was at a show some years back and uh, Frankie actually was a signing. Sorry. And and Mm -hmm. Frankie and Chris and I all showed up in suits. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like double or nothing, the first AEW pay-per-view. And this was at StarCast and we were doing our signing in suits and Scott Hall was there and he just kind of looked at us and he laughed and he said, the nature boy has a big impact on everybody. And it's just like, we're all wearing Mm -hmm. suits really because of the nature boy and, and, you know, the, the path he left. And and it's, you know, again, who doesn't love Ric Flair? And for anyone who doesn't, who Mm -hmm. are you and why are you evil?
1: Probably, probably some, some small town dudes that Ric Flair traveled through on tour one time and then took their girlfriends home. Or their moms, <laughs> or their moms. Woo! Yep. H- happy birthday to Woo, Ric Flair. Uh, that that's that's. If he isn't selling a shirt, he should be selling a shirt that says that. Yeah. Um. And and also just some general uh, housekeeping for stuff over here. Speaking of t-shirts, um, we mentioned it last week. We have our not canceled. T-shirt. It is available right now, so you can pick up your very own not canceled t-shirt. If you want to look not
0: s- canceled yet. We are yet, here in episode not yet. seven. It's it's on sale. Go get mm-hmm. it. Where can they go get that, James?
1: They can find it on the Rooster Teeth store. You know, they're gonna be able to pick that up. Then they're gonna know everyone's gonna know when they see you that you are not canceled yet.
2: There will be a link. There will be a link in the description, guys.
1: Don't, okay, don't we're also going to throw a link in the description. Perfect. Thank there you, we go. Eric. Yeah, you sound why different.
0: You, yeah, why, why are you not on camera? You sound different. What do you Eric? mean? You what, sound no.
2: Everything's the same, guys. You sound more confident. Interestingly guys. enough,
0: yeah. Let me tell you. Normally, something. when you pop in, you're 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 with us. Like where? Yeah, uh, yeah. Why, he's with why us. are you?
1: Uh, where, What's what is the deal? This mystery I'm trying to remember. Voice. Is there some sort of issue? Mm. Some sort of thing? Let's
2: find out. Guys, yeah, let me tell you something. Oh Oh, my good god! Oh
1: my god! Oh boy! Okay, this. So for those of you, big papa pumps your hook up. Holler! if you hear me so so i have gotta let's rewind this real quick we eric has said that he would bleach his goatee that he was growing in for quarantine is his his and he he has promised to do so so that way he could look like the professional wrestler scott steiner who does the very very thing that we are describing for anyone who is listening to this this is probably the one that this is the one that you want to maybe click on the video and take a look just just for a moment because Eric is wearing a chain chain mail <laughs> hat what do you call it I don't it's know like it is. a headdress a
0: coif. The, the big pop pop helm yeah. guys it's called a I don't coif. know listen oh, okay go ahead
2: guys go ahead sorry. it's called <laughs> it's called a quaff this co- whole look you too can look like Scott Steiner uh-huh. this quaff was about 25 <laughs> bucks on Amazon <sighs> these glasses were about six dollars at Target uh the beard dye mm-hmm. both of them together was about 20 bucks so you can look like scott steiner for about 51 dollars some
0: <laughs> poor uh mailman fought through the snow in austin texas to bring you that quoth. Uh, hey, but man. i have to say uh you look exactly like Big that's Bob what i'm Bob. saying <laughs> yeah i don't, people like don't
2: exactly realize exactly <laughs> like scott steiner like people exactly- don't realize
0: we have not seen you before this. This is we. This unveiling this a, was an unveil, yeah. unveiling for us as well. I don't know if we can get like a two shot up or something. Like you look exactly like Scott. Okay, started. now
2: here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about this look. Tell me guys. the thing. Because it's not just like oh, you got to like bleach the goatee. Mm-hmm. The, here's what's doing the heavy lifting: mm-hmm. the sunglasses and the the chainmail. Because this is without it. Every every facial feature. Yeah, that's it's not, not Scott Steiner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's someone that you cross the street to avoid. For you sure. know who you resemble,
0: actually a little bit with your Ooh. like. Okay, so pretend that the, everything that blonde that is blonde is shaved, and then leave okay. the 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 bottom part that's Just brown little, and yeah, that hair. Segment. You kind of look like the Stinger. Whoa! That might be the next one. You may have to shave everything but that part and then do the makeup for the show. Oh, man. Oh, brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so are we moving? We're we're setting (laughs) a new finish line for this that we're going to just transition your look. (laughs) You're so excited to shave. James, does he not
0: look like the stinger?
1: Yes, (laughs) I see it. I see it. But I would be able to see it better under uh, about 15 pounds of makeup. (laughs) I think we got to do it. I think we might. I think to. we got to do it.
2: Be, what about the what the
0: the the next episode is uh, the day after uh, AEW Revolution? Sting has mm-hmm. a big match. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have Sting quote quote on the show to talk to about, talk about, the, about match. the
2: match? Guys, that's a great guys, idea. This is I don't know I don't know how long we can make this work. I don't. This was a lot. Hey, well, Eric, <laughs> I, you know uh, what,
1: Eric, we're not canceled yet. So t t-shirt's on
2: sale now. (laughs) Wow.
0: I think we should do it. I love it. Not, not, not canceled yet on sale. Big Papa pump is
1: in the house. He
0: is your hookup.
2: Holler.
1: If you hear me, it honestly looking without the glasses, like you said, without the sunglasses Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. quaff, um, it, it does look like you just like really wanted some Greek yogurt like and you just we just went at it and now you just have like greek yogurt stuck to your beard like it looks like you should be able to let lick your tongue and then like get a normal goatee back but it doesn't work
2: Yeah. No. here's the thing now i look like i work at like west coast choppers like i feel like yeah, this so is a whole different kind of look
1: yeah Man, i don't think it,
2: I, I mean i don't think
1: it looks oof. as is is dramatic as we may have thought it would have looked
2: mm-hmm. like i think it looks mm-hmm. pretty good actually yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe my regular look.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you could rock that if you want. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, here's
2: the thing. I can wear a mask, right? Like, I don't, no one has to see me like this. I mm-hmm. can go to like Home Depot and have like, nope, oh, look at this normal man, and then that's I go true. holler if you hear me. And <laughs> they're like, Sir, Scott please get Steiner
0: can spot. do it. You can yeah. do it
2: that's that's what gave me the confidence to do this because i was like oh man i was worried about bleaching my facial hair and then james went i don't know i can just picture scott steiner doing that in like a hotel bathroom going like got a show tonight and they gotta put it in he's like if you can do it, it like if scott steiner can do it you can do it and i went that's all the confidence i need
1: scott steiner shaving his chest and bleaching his goatee in a hotel bathroom is like i wish i could make that my screensaver (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like a loop i don't know if anyone ever listens to lo-fi uh tunes on youtube and it's just it's like as a very like a five second loop of this anime girl like uh, no no i could no one does this except for me but anyway then she's just like taking notes or like doing homework or whatever there should be it's just heavy rock metal and it's an animated scott steiner In a a hotel bathroom, shaving his chest and bleaching his facial hair, and it's a five-second loop, and it just plays heavy metal the whole time. Yeah, put it back on for us. Great. All right. Well, we have a show that we actually need to do, Eric. I don't know if you're aware. We have news that we need to discuss. We have questions from our our listeners and our viewers uh, that we need to handle. Well, I'll I'll be here. Let me know if you need me. We'll holler. Thank
2: you. (laughs) Thank you, um, Big
1: Papa Pump. Thank you, Big Papa Pump. Uh, speaking of big, some huge news, some huge AEW news. And every single time something like this happens, I always go, did Sky know and didn't say anything? <laughs> He's got secrets. Um, Paul White signed mm-hmm. with AEW. That's crazy. How do you feel about this, guy? Well. Yep. Well.
0: Well. 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 Uh, I mean, that is, and this is going to sound very cheesy. That's Mm. a big signing, right? (laughs) It is a big signing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's a big signing. Paul Mm. White's a legend, you know, and uh, former talent for uh, all the big companies, you know, the two Mm. largest companies besides us. Uh, That have been in the United States for the last, you know, I 25 years or whatever. Obviously, one of them's been gone for 20 plus years, Mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, absolute legend, former world champion, uh, has been up and down the roads, has been in the ring with basically every single person, Mm -hmm. and um, so you know, anyone like that that you can bring on board uh, couldn't hurt your product. It's only going to make it better, and so I'm excited to see what he brings to the table and mm-hmm. and what knowledge you can pass down to guys like myself and and guys in my generation. And cause I welcome that. I love seeing the Dean Malinkos, uh, the mm-hmm. Jerry Lynn's, those types of guys. I'm always trying to pick those guys' brains. So this mm-hmm. is someone else that I would love to sit down with. Taz is another guy I have to say. I love, I've had several conversations with him. There's another guy I'd like to sit down and talk with and and just learn.
1: It, it, it's really interesting, and, and I'd love to pick your brain on this because, you know, it's there's the kind of thing where, oh, AEW signs Paul White. Amazing. Paul White will be also, additionally, Paul White is going to be doing commentary for a brand new AEW show, at Elevation, which is really exciting. But then I think sometimes fans will hear that and go, oh, well, he's not wrestling. Like, he's not going to be wrestling, which that is. I think underestimates how much influence they can still have as a legend with so much infer like knowledge of the ring and knowledge of the sport and everything like that on everyone in the room. Right. You know, I got to go to this, I believe a
0: Jay Z lyric and and it's, you want my old buy my old album. You know what I mean? Uh Like if you want to see Paul white wrestle, there is a a huge catalog that you can Mm -hmm. see him wrestle on. Uh, I mean, he's given a lot to the business. So it's mm-hmm. not like one of those, it's not like it's an unwritten book or or like, it, it, you know, we just stopped and it's a 24 chapter book and he just stopped at chapter 13 or something, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's left a catalog. Um, that being said, I know, well, I, I shouldn't say I know, but uh, I suspect he's not signed with us to be a talent, an in-ring talent. However, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, the itch might come. You never know. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, there's things change all the time. Nobody expected Sting to be back in the ring, and you know now he's getting power bombed by Brian Cage, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know anything can
1: happen. So what you're saying is you think that maybe within the next week or two we're going to be seeing Paul White get powerbombed by Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping he's not in the ladder match. <laughs> oh, right. That's fair. <laughs> Paul White in a ladder match never seemed that like that was that wouldn't be a because you know you'd only have to go two or three steps yeah that's not fair that's not fair yeah. if the ladder um, but can hold
0: him it's a big boy if
1: that's true that's very true um, but I think I'm really excited I love seeing the next phase anytime someone goes from in ring wrestling big over the life personalities to commentating you kind of like get the next phase of that a performer's career. I think like Taz is a perfect example, like even reaching further back, you have, you know, Jerry Lawler and stuff like that. Like there are tons of people that I grew up listening to not even having a ton of experience with their wrestling career because it predated my entry into watching wrestling. And so I'm really excited for people to that are watching AEW now to get to know Paul White as a commentator Always like like kind of always watching and being like, this person's massive until someone goes, oh, yeah, you should go. Like you said, check out the back catalog of all the things Paul White did before he sat down in this chair and became an excellent commentator. Like, I think stuff like that's too. Also, you know, he got pigeonholed as this big dude and was also an actor. You know, I always I always you know think of him as much as the giant santa from jingle all the way as a professional wrestler and so you know sometimes when you're supposed to be this big scary dude you get pigeonholed in that but he always had great personality it was always great on the microphone and i think this is going to be a really cool opportunity to let him show off a new fun side so
0: yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what what's going to take place. And and again, you know, anything can happen. Uh, I think one example of uh, and I'm going to segue here. One example mm-hmm. of, you know, you never know what's going to happen and who might get back in the ring is a sting is one example. And mm-hmm. Tully Blanchard is another. one. Oh,
1: God. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> How about that? That's that's yeah, you never know. I think that's it's it must be it's in your blood, right? Like you once you join this this world of professional wrestling, it is in your blood and it doesn't matter what you do. You see those those four uh, four corners of the ring and you go like, well, nah, I'll get in there one last time. How we looked it up beforehand. How old is Tully Blanchard? How old is Tully Blanchard that he is like, yeah, put me in the ring. I think I can do it. Um, I I don't. I I think maybe Eric, can you can you pick that pick uh, that up? Yeah,
2: Tully Blanchard is 67 years young. Perfect. Will be returning to the ring in a six man tag this week.
0: Perfect. Yeah, with FTR taking on uh, Jurassic Express. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I will say about Tully is he keeps himself in really really good shape. I have worked out with him several times. You know, Mm -hmm. um, at the same we'll stay at the same hotel, bumped into him in the gym he's like, Hey, I've got this workout I do. And, um, so I was, you know, I was like, okay, let's do it. And so we did it that one time. And then we've done it a couple of times since. And like, I got mm-hmm. started doing it on my own. Basically it involves somewhere in the neighborhood of like anywhere. Cause there's different versions of it. It's anywhere from 250 to 500, uh, even as high as maybe 700 squats. Of course, And it's all in one workout done in under 10 minutes. So you're thinking, you know, possibly upwards of 500 squats in 10 minutes. And then it's probably about 200 push-ups or something like that. I have to remember exactly what the workout is, but I've done it with him several times Mm -hmm. and uh, I just kind of follow his lead. He's in shape, you know, and he does this all the time and he's switched his workout up. Uh, Like I said, you know, he he keeps himself in shape. He's he's ready. Mm -hmm. I've actually kind of nudged him a couple of times. I was like, you should get back in the ring, man. I'll wrestle you (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. Uh, I'm excited to see him. I just an awesome talent. Uh, If you go back and you watch Tully Blanchard back in the old days, you know, in the NWA WCW, he was incredible. Like he's someone Mm -hmm. that people really, really should go back and look at, like especially guys in my generation and and guys younger than I am that may have not had a chance to see him. Like like he was Mm -hmm. truly phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe still, maybe still, we're going to find out soon. Uh, And I'm excited to see that. What is it? I just, you mentioned that. What is it with older dudes and workouts that are like that? It's like, oh no, I've got my method. Like I, like, is there something, a transitional period? I I go, I I like to exercise a lot. Haven't been to the gym in a while, but I love exercise. I know you love exercise. And I feel like maybe we do more diverse things. Like maybe it's a chest day. Maybe it's a leg day or whatever. Is it, are we just going to like, turn 50 and be like nope it's one workout every single day it takes 12 minutes and it involves something like yeah like 1000 squat thrusts and uh you know 45 jumping push-ups and that's it and then we drink an <laughs> egg afterwards <laughs> drink an egg afterwards. yeah
0: i think yeah i mean Maybe I would love to be 67 years old and still able to do that. I hope I will mm-hmm. be able to. Um, and, but I think it's just it's you start now. And he called yeah. it the horseman workout, so it's something that I'm sure they used to do way back in the day. And and mm-hmm. he's just he's an animal, man. They're they're just built different, you know. Yeah. Um, those wrestlers from back in that time. That's why I kind of try to follow that lead so I can have the longevity that they had and still be mm-hmm. in good shape. I'm excited yeah. to see him get back in the ring, man. I think if he hits that that slingshot suplex, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he brings that back, I'm going to lose it. I think he can hit Jungle Boy or uh, Marco with that. I don't see him doing that to, to uh, Luchasaurus. But no? Maybe. Oh, no. You never know. You never know. You that never lower know. body strength.
1: Yeah, you never know. Um, well, speaking of seeing someone uh returning to the ring, I want to talk about your match. Lance Archer has now been added to the face of the revolution ladder match that you're gonna be competing in. And uh I just want to know, I just want to kind of get your thoughts on this one.
0: That's another big boy right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It I, is. You're we talking about Paul White climbing a ladder, but Lance Archer, uh, not too not too much less than that.
0: Lance is—he's uh, another guy that is um, like an underrated talent, and, mm-hmm. and it's hard to say because obviously he's, he has a great record, but uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's underrated, and he, he's like—he's a, a big guy, and he's—he's he's got this persona, he's got an aura, he's got it, and mm-hmm. he's actually really good in the ring. And if anyone saw his match with Phoenix, they saw that. I mean, he can go—he mm-hmm. can go with anybody, and I like him. I like Lance. Um, you know, I, I'm a fan of his. He's someone I wanted to get in the ring with. This is going to mm-hmm. be a little different, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um I can climb that ladder faster than he can. For mm-hmm. sure, you know. Um, yeah. I was trying to think back to my history in ladder matches. I'm not sure I've ever won one. Okay. So, that tells me every dog has its day, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think this could could be my time, you know? Like, I feel, honestly, like, you know, 2020 was a rough year for me in-ring, you know, from just, you know, uh, like, just lack of of that. Like, I never had that, like, I never caught that momentum that I Mm -hmm. wanted to catch, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I tried, but I just didn't catch that momentum. I didn't have that spark. There was no launching point for me. And Mm -hmm. this is the perfect launching point. This is like, you know, you talk about the face of the revolution. There definitely needs to be a a revolution within the revolution. And Mm -hmm. someone's got to be the face of that.
1: And so why not me? Right? Yeah. I think I'm perfect for it. I agree. I mean, here's the thing. We still have a couple more people to be announced for that ladder match. But as it stands right now, you're my number one. Okay. And I'm not just saying that because we're podcast buds. Okay, I'm not just saying that because we're podcast buds, but you are my number one pick for this. I will continue updating who my number one is every single time a new person is announced <laughs> for it so I hope you're, are you gonna bobby heen in it and and like every time so oh that's my pick and then back <laughs> maybe, like, like, maybe, like maybe.
0: i told you he was gonna win
1: <laughs> yeah maybe I'm, I'm gonna i'll do a commentary while the match is on and i'll go like sky but then as soon as you're down i'm gonna go uh lance and that's just gonna be constantly flip-flopping the whole time uh let's just i i believe in you 100 but let's just say i haven't put any money on you yet so um we'll just, i want to see the full odds as the whole thing is going so I mean the
0: safe bet is Cody. Obviously, he's the, he's Cody's the if if I was a betting man and I wasn't me, mm-hmm. I would put my money on Cody. Cody is is the former two-time TNT champion. He's one of the main faces of AEW. He is in his prime. He is tough to beat. I know that cuz I've been in the ring with him. However, if if you're talking to me as Scorpio Sky, If Cody is the safe bet, that means there's an opportunity for someone to make a lot of money betting on me. Because why not me?
1: Why not me? (laughs) Woo! There it is. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. Yeah, you're going to climb the ladder. Climb the ladder, get it, and say, this was for you, Rick, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then drop right off. No, I mean, I completely agree, and I think I'm not going to tell you how to think strategically. I don't have the experience you do, but I think, like you said, if all eyes are on Cody, that means no eyes are on you, which means that you can freely do the things you need to do to be victorious right there. So, I read you. I read you. I'm very excited. Ya. Yeah. I'm very it excited. It should be
0: fun, man. I I've been honestly uh I've been working really hard. Obviously, I have talked about it. I'm uh, coming off of a knee injury. I've been working really really hard to get back in shape. Uh I wasn't wrestling a ton before the injury, so it, it you know, like I I I'm a little rusty for sure, but uh I've been working really, really hard to get back in shape. I've been doing a lot of training on my legs uh, lately, you know, to now that I've been cleared to actually do lower body workouts, I, I've been trying to work on strengthening up my legs and and make sure uh, I'm in perfect shape, uh, get my my footwork down, try to avoid any injuries because obviously, you know, uh, you don't want to go in there favoring one leg because then you can, you know, overcompensate, you'll hurt yourself. So I'm, I'm trying to avoid that. And I'm going to go in there. I'm going to push it, man. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. in there like thinking I have an injury. I'm, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. in there and I'm going to push myself as hard as I possibly can. Like I'm not, I'm not going to hold back. You know, this is pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This is a AEW revolution and uh, a TNT title shot is on the line. So I'm going to go in there one hundred percent and then uh we're gonna ride it to the wheels fall off yep.
1: nice i'm excited i can't wait to see it eric you are you're maybe more of a wrestling statistician than i am i i i choose with my heart so what what are your thoughts you're seeing you see the lineup for this match what are you thinking
2: so so far it's I'm curious to see who those last two are going to be. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, the soft spot, soft spot in my heart for Sky. Obviously, want to listen. If he brings, he wins that ladder match. Yeah, then he brings the title, and then he's got the title yeah. every week over his shoulder to start this podcast. It oh
1: always comes God. back to the podcast oh. with you, doesn't it? It's millionaires. It's just, it's you, Million- yeah, but millionaires. I love to see it. Yeah,
2: but you love to see it. You, go, mm-hmm. you got you. Uh, you gotta. You gotta keep an eye. Penta. I don't know. That guy's. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's my wild, like the wild card there, man. Mm-hmm. No fear, straight up. No fear from that guy. Like Lance Archer, seen him live. Mm-hmm. I've seen how he can just throw people around and it's wild. But there's something about Penta where you just go, he's willing to, his brother is Phoenix. They're mm-hmm. just crazy. They're crazy. They're willing to go to like lengths that, I don't know, Sky, are you willing to go as far as they are? That's all I'm saying. Is It's like, are you willing to go as far as Penta?
0: See, I, I like the fact that I'm not the favorite in this. You know, if Ooh. Cody's the favorite, then you can look at Penta and, and Lance, and who knows mm-hmm. who else is going to be in it. Could be Paul White, could be Big Papa Pump, who knows? <laughs> I'm not the favorite. The attention is not on me. Mm-hmm. So it, while everybody is paying attention to everybody else and, and overlooking Scorpio Sky as people tend to do, I'm going to be climbing right up that ladder and grabbing. The brass ring, whatever is up mm-hmm. there, and and mm-hmm. I will be naming myself not only the number one contender for the TNT Championship, but the face of the revolution. Bet on it.
1: Love to see Bet it. Bet on it.
2: Love to see it. Damn! Look at that. That was a promo. You guys listen to that promo. Put that on TV. Put what it are on we the show. Oh Bet on it. You hear that? That's the end. And then it goes to Jr. and he goes strong words from Scorpio Sky. And then the <laughs> an intro starts. Oh my god, man, fired up. <laughs> fired. Alrighty up uh, this
1: episode of wrestling with the week is brought to you by better help mental health check-in how are you really and what do you need right now therapy can help sometimes it's about taking a step back and recognizing that you need to talk about what you're feeling in 2021 talking about mental health is finally a thing and that's why we're excited to be sponsored by better help online therapy what is therapy exactly it's it's kind of whatever you want it to be Get some tools to help with motivation, depression, anxiety, battling your temper, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. It's kind of whatever you need. It's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And right now you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp at betterhelp.com wrestling. That's betterhelp.com wrestling.
0: This episode of Wrestling With a Week is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh also offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. It's all about getting the meals you want to eat, and HelloFresh makes it as easy as their recipes. I've used HelloFresh. Their meal kits are healthy, quick, and have easy-to-follow instructions. Eating right is important to me, and HelloFresh lets me do it with little effort. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Week12 and use code WEEK12 for 12 free meals including free shipping. That's hellofresh.com/week12 and use code week12 for 12 free meals and free shipping. What a deal. Thanks HelloFresh.
1: Well, I want you to carry some of that fire over because we put out the call last week for to get some of your questions so we're going to do some question and answer for this show. Um, this week It's going to be something that we're going to try every once in a while. So we basically put out the call on social media. You can ask us questions on Instagram and Twitter at WWTWpod. Um, and a lot of you came back with some really good questions. We got a question one right here, which is, I think, a pretty good place to start um, and probably has some bearing on the latter match. But uh, what drew you to wrestling in the first place? What about it made you a fan? And I think this applies pretty well to both of us because, you know, we are both fans.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I have been watching wrestling so long I don't even remember what drew me into it. Like I mm-hmm. must have I don't know if maybe one of my brother or my brother or one of my cousins was watching it and I was just watching with them, but uh, mm-hmm. I had to be extremely young cuz I've just been a wrestling fan as long as I can remember. My earliest memories were watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. I remember really liking Jimmy Superfly Snuka when I was a kid because he mm-hmm. was like barefoot and he jumped mm-hmm. off the top rope and I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Like mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just I loved all of it, man. I, I loved the old um You know, I love the old wrestling. I still love it, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because I I would always go and get the Coliseum videos. You know, remember going to the video store? Like, obviously, the video stores aren't too much of a thing anymore. But remember going to the video store and you Mm -hmm. go to the wrestling section, be like the sports aisle. And then Mm -hmm. there's just this, this like, I would always grab, like, the WCW and WA pay-per-views and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, the old ones. And then Mm -hmm. there was the Coliseum videos. And I would watch the old, old stuff from even that was old when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I just I could not get a love, enough of it. I loved it so much. I had all the action figures, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just
1: yeah, a passion. What about you? For me, I mean, I grew up I, technically. I grew up in the South. I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. So like wrestling was just something that was on like. You, you would just be flipping through the channels in the same way you'd see a sitcom there'd be wrestling on. So it was something that always was on, but I think the, what really like hammered it home was that my dad was a fan. And he he's from he was from New York and he but he would go to like shows. He would go to like Madison Square Garden to see these old wrestling shows and stuff like that. And so then it being on, he would watch it and then he'd be like, oh, you should watch wrestling. I never got into like sports, honestly, like I never really kind of was drawn to sports. I didn't really have a team other than like the city team. But wrestling, I was like, like what you're saying, like these larger than life characters and I remember, like, one of the first wrestlers that, like, I was really like, oh, my gosh, this, this guy's amazing was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, oh, you yeah. know, coming out and breathing fire. would felt like fire, you know, and everything like that it was like such a cool experience. I remember when I was really young, we went to I think it would have been like a WCW house show or something that just came through Charlotte. And I was like, just like, oh, gosh, it felt like what I would do with my action figures. You know, like you get a you get an Arnold Schwarzenegger action figure, you get a Rocky action figure and you just that's what wrestling was (laughs) for me. And and then as I kind of grew up with it, I I learned to really appreciate what goes into making that such an exciting experience. You know, once for me, once you start peeling back the layers and like learn really what goes into training as a wrestler to to building these stories and telling these stories and executing them almost non-verbally. Through physical action, I was like, I was like, there's nothing else that like maybe ballet, honestly, like yeah. you know, like maybe <laughs> the opera or something like that are the only other things that you could really compare it to. And I just always appreciated the art combined with the athleticism of the whole thing and and then also combined with the the bonding moments that I shared with my dad and my friends in the neighborhood. I was like, there's was like it's always gonna be something that's gonna be in my heart for sure.
0: Off-subject, but I'm going to bring it back on subject. Uh, mm-hmm. You said you're from the South. Where in the South are you from?
1: So I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, which, Ooh. you know, yeah, okay. Flare Town. Flare Town, yeah. you're right.
0: The, um, the reason why I say it's off-subject but on-subject is uh, my mom would watch wrestling with me mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and um, her favorite wrestler was Dusty Rhodes, and okay. I told Cody that uh, once, and he was just like, where is she from? Mm I said she grew up in Mississippi and he's like, that makes a lot of sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Big in the South, man. Yeah. There are definitely some wrestlers that, that for sure, for sure existed there. Uh, we got another question. Question two. Do you think you could handle doing the other person's job for a day? What do you think their typical day is like? This is from donut shop. Um, donut shop. I'll jump in. Yeah. I think I could do Eric's job. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be crazy about the bleaching and maybe the second. chain mail would start to weigh my head down. No, but I it's think supposed I could to be, Eric's no, job. it's
2: each other's job. Not my oh, job. Don't, oh, right, right, No, right. you have to say that you right. could do it. And then Sky's like, I get beat up a lot. And then James, uh-huh. and then Sky's like, I can do video games. And then he shows NBA 2K highlights. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on,
0: <guys. laughs> we both kind of do each other's jobs a little bit right like i mean l- you've wrestled a little, little bit. bit and i've yeah gamed and, and i'm doing a little bit of podcasting here myself mm-hmm. as well now <laughs> like, yeah we've got you're, you you're writing and stuff too i'm not really a a writer I,
1: mm-hmm. right yeah I, mm-hmm. I mean but i i think i think we've both dipped our toe into what each other's doing and and i mean i can tell you the days that i the days that i trained to be a wrestler i would be so wrecked afterwards (laughs) and and again i've only had one professional wrestling match but what was happening like the anxiety the build-up to that and then when you're out there like it feels good but it's also you don't want to disappoint you don't want to disappoint people like you who really admire the sport and want to see the sport moving in a good direction so um so it's very intimidating and i think those aspects would really get to me over time that you are just cool as a cucumber with
0: (laughs) i i don't know i think uh you know it's pretty open now so
2: let's
0: let's have fun with it
1: well maybe all right next question All all right we got another question um let's jump ahead to question four if you could be any animal What would you be and why? This is from Amy Rosemail. Man. Um, That's an interesting one. Do you have an animal that you like identify with necessarily? Man,
0: I don't think I do, to be honest with you. That's a tough one. I don't really like, I don't know if people eat animals, which I don't knock because I eat animals. I love Mm -hmm. this good steak, you know, so Mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't want to be like a cow. Uh, Lions are cool. I always thought I always had this thing for lions, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the king of the jungle, and especially the ones with the big hair. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful animals. They're mm-hmm. really strong. Uh, they're very protective over their uh, over their crew, which is mm-hmm. which is me as well. Like I'm kind of the protector of the people around me, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they love to lay around. I do too. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think a lion. Uh, You know, uh, I don't know. A lot of people would say uh, I should say a scorpion. If that counts as an animal, I don't know. But um, no, I'd probably choose a lion, I guess. What about you?
1: I think that's a solid pick because I'm kind of struggling with like an animal that I would like to be like animal that I would like to be. I mean, gorillas are just just muscle beasts. And and they also are like pretty coherent They're very smart and but like like they but they are just these massive muscle beasts and they just eat and just like are jacked all day. And I'm like, I could see myself living like that. But then on the flip side, I'm like, but then you have cats or dogs and they do like nothing. Their whole day is just napping and chilling and then like (laughs) like following the sun just so they like they just they move three or four times a day just to stay within the sun, and I'm like that sounds pretty good too, but then you said lions and lions are both jacked and do nothing but sleep and follow the sun all day so that's a good one too <laughs> yeah um, i I always
0: pop when I see dogs like being walked uh, mm-hmm. because I don't know why but they just seem so happy they're yeah. just like
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you like you know like they're just like you know or if they yeah. have their head out the window it, that's totally gonna end up being a gift by the way like this <laughs> that whole like that's, <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: excited just,
0: yeah i'm just like oh boy if somebody's gonna gift that i'm gonna i'm gonna be like oh boy but anyways yeah i know um yeah like when they have their heads out the windows too and they're driving they just look so happy like i love that um mm-hmm. but i i think it's interesting that we both chose very Strong, powerful animals. It says a mm-hmm. lot about who we are. I dig that. Like you chose the gorilla, yeah. I chose the lion. Go. Why is you Sweet. lion? Go. Why are you Mufasa?
1: <laughs> it's because in <laughs> our heads we feel very, very small. <laughs> We're like, can you zoom in the shot a little bit so it looks like we fill the frame more? Yeah, um, can we make my arms bigger in post? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, my calves. <laughs> um. All right. Every anytime someone ever goes, I don't know if this happens to you. Probably not. But there are people be like, like, take a picture of like me in shorts or anything. Oh, nice calves, bro. And I'm like, you <laughs> don't know what goes in to you. I, 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 I never respond. But in my yeah. head, I have this like, like very confrontational dialogue where I go like I go just by saying that, man, you clearly don't know what goes <laughs> into calves. You have no idea. So I bet yours are small um sorry sorry i somehow rooted (laughs) um let's jump into uh question seven um what wrestling move is the most satisfying for you to pull off and why i feel like this is probably more for you sky than for me but i'm happy to chime in as well
0: there's a couple um Mm -hmm. one of them is the pinfall I, i'm mm-hmm. pretty satisfied when i get that because i know i'm done nice um and then it changes like i have, to have this weird thing where like uh some some t- days i'll go to a show and i mm-hmm. just have this i'll be like yeah man you know the only thing i want to do today is a backbreaker <laughs> like i just really want yeah, yeah. a good backbreaker like i just have this weird thing and for a while for me it was the russian leg sweep and i mm-hmm. do it um Sort of the way Bret Hart does it, but at the same time, sort of the way Brad Armstrong does it. So you mm-hmm. like hit the Russian leg sweep and then roll through to your, you know, a big roll through. And for a couple of months, like that was my ish. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, man, let me just get this Russian leg sweep in and go home. Like I love it. Like it's so fun. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just really basic. Thing. I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, I love doing 450s or 630s. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, I you know, let me throw a good european uppercut (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like just really basic simple stuff like that is cool to me yeah but i'm i'm basic
1: yeah well if it works it works i mean like i you you know you mentioned bret hart bret hart has like the his moves aren't like grandiose wild things you know and but they're they when strung together make a orchestra a symphony as it were of of amazing moves um, if I had to answer this, I would say simple answer is a drop kick. Um, I, for whatever reason, I, I had a pretty good drop kick and I, it was modeled off after, after uh, Bob Holly, um, who always did the drop kick where he pushes off. And then, you know, when you, you do a hit a drop kick and you don't fall flat, you hit a drop. Oh, kick, yeah. Trying to spin the legs back around. Absolutely. And I, I've, For whatever reason, even when I did did backyard wrestling and stuff like that, I was like, that's how I like to drop kick, like like really make contact and flip off. And I I always thought it looks really, 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 really pretty when that happens. Um, Lands real hard. When I was training, I I landed one of those not not as well on my knees. And it turns out that if you don't land right, all the weight goes right down onto the center crotch. Um, So that one was not a fun one. But, um, I, uh, other than that, I really like, uh, like, I guess it would be, I guess the closest variation would be like the dreamer driver, you know, kind of like you get a power slam, but then you, you break, you sit out with it. So that way you don't have to fall forward. You know, I don't like things where I'm like sending my face towards the <laughs> mat. Cause I always feel like I'm going to break my nose. So this is like, oh, you get all the fun of a power slam, but then you get to sit out at the bottom. Um, those I are think good those picks. are real fun too. Especially Thank the dropkick, man. I love the dropkick dropkick, a good dropkick, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like that. Um, well, here's a quick question. Question eight. How does SCU feel about NorCal from Dairy D?
0: We, when we used to do, um, meet and greets, people would always come to us and they'd ask, what actually is the worst town you've ever been in? And we always gave the same answer. Anything not SoCal is tied for worst. Nice. Including NorCal.
1: <laughs> same oh, yeah. state different state of mind that's it's what weird I say. it's like
0: it's like a different state though mm-hmm. you know like northern california
1: yeah. is like a different state
0: than it might as well southern be
1: oregon california. that's what i say yeah it's like southern oregon <laughs> Mm-hmm. um here's a here's an exercise question uh that i'm t- i i totally like to answer question nine um what is lyft makes you feel like a boss from jeff davius i assume it's what lift makes you feel like a boss but
2: of course listen these are copy and paste i can't yeah yeah. i can't do all the grammatical changes and i wouldn't
1: expect you to i i and these are jeff davius's words and i want their words to be shared accurately i get it sometimes you type things
0: and they and in your mind and you're going fast Mm. and then it you know it just ends up messed up and I get it. I get it. Yeah. Not, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like slam the guy
1: for it. It took you. No, no. Of course not. But if yeah. you were to slam them, what wrestling move would you use? Um, <laughs> what, yeah. So is there like a thing that you do at the gym that like? I think I also have a. I, if you need some more time, I think I have a double answer for this one. Like I, like I do. Shoot your shot. So I would say that to feel strong, th- there is nothing that makes me feel stronger than the deadlift. That was always my best. Mm-hmm my best lift. Um, and just when you get that weight up there, I mean, you can stack the plates on and then when you get that weight up there and you have the mirror, you just, your your whole body has to flex you. It's like you form a weird shape just to do it. Like you don't feel, there's nothing that makes you feel more powerful than lifting a bar six inches off the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say that if you have an easy curl bar And you do something like a drop set of curls. What it does to your arms. And just swelling them up. That is like like you could walk into a gym and then just do like a drop set of like 15 reps of curls, half the weight, then do another 15. Do that like three times and then you would leave looking the same (laughs) pumped as you had just done an entire workout. So I'll say that lift is, is aesthetic and silly as it is still gets you that pump that I think makes you want to come back next week.
0: I think I don't have a specific lift that Mm -hmm. makes me feel the most jacked, but like if I work my shoulder for me, it's a certain body parts. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I have like a good back day or Mm -hmm. a shoulder day, or if I do both and it just naturally kind of makes you A little bit more wide Mm -hmm. uh that's what makes me feel the most jacked and and that's when i feel like arnold like you get a good back day and you're just like feeling real wide you got a good pump i mean that is just the best man i Mm -hmm. love
1: it do you ever this is this is you mentioned arnold i don't know if this ever happens to you where do you ever do either dumbbell lateral raises right which for non-fitness is basically you take some dumbbells, hold them by your side, and then you raise them up kind of in front of you, activate your shoulders, or when you do leaning dumbbell curls, like you kind of like rest on a bench and you do like a bent-over curl. Does it ever happen to you that when you're doing that in your head, you imagine that weird synth soundtrack from the Pumping Iron documentary? Does that happen to you? All the time. All the I know. time.
0: What is it? Yeah, all the time. It feels like someone's blowing air into your muscles. It yes. Feels different. It feels wonderful. Yes. <laughs> For me, you know, it's another am... good workout is the Arnold, uh, the Arnold, press, the shoulder press. Oh, yeah. Where you hold them, uh, you hold the dumbbells in front of you as if you're mm-hmm. curling. And then mm-hmm. you kind of windmill out into a shoulder press above you. Mm-hmm. I wish my arms looked bigger than, than I these, mean, they but, look uh, fucking yeah. massive right yeah. now, bro. Uh, You're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is what really we call emotional to. spotting. Like, oh, they just don't. They're just not. Uh, I'll, I'll get there. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be back. I'll be back. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. So we were at the Delta Sky Club uh, mm-hmm. a week ago. A week or so ago, we were coming back from Jacksonville. And there was a guy in there that sounded. uh, He walked in. He worked there. For some reason, he sounded exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Hmm. Nick Jackson pointed it out, and we're just like, we started listening. We're like, holy cow, he sounds exactly like. So then we just started like thinking of questions that we would go ask him. Like we'd, Mm -hmm. we'd go over and say, sir, if you were going to leave, but. You were going to return. What would you uh-huh. say? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you were going to say goodbye to uh, <laughs> a toddler mm-hmm. in, in Spanish, what would you yeah, say? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just like to, I don't know why that popped in my head, but yeah. like adiós. <laughs> we we just kept like we went on for like ten minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, That's Like awesome. if you really wanted me to get to the to a helicopter, what would you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yell it at me. Can you yell it at me? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, was it was it someone who looked absolutely not like Arnold? Like nothing like him. Okay, he looked like JJ okay. Dillon. <laughs> Pull That's... up
0: a Google machine. <laughs> Somewhere out there
1: is the most interesting man in the world. Um, I think we have time for maybe one more question. Yeah. Um, so let's do question 11. Can sky explain the Montclair high, high gimmick he had a long time ago and how the gimmick came to be from okay. Thorbon three.
0: Okay. So we're talking about wrestling society X, where I came to the ring with two plaques. Uh, and I was known as the greatest athlete in the history of Montclair high. Uh, mm-hmm. The plaques were most likely to succeed and um, what was a uh, best athlete, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. And so where it came from was when we were getting ready to do Wrestling Society X, the producers asked us to send in a bio for so mm-hmm. they, you know, so everyone in the company knew about us and yada, 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 yada. And it had all these questionnaires. and And during it, it was like, what awards and championships have you won? And so I started listing mine. And just as a joke, mm-hmm. at the end of it, I put uh, most likely to succeed Montclair High School uh, nice. yeah, and Montclair, California, and like best athlete, and something like that. And so I sent that in just as a joke. And um, they liked it so much. They were like, we're going to make that your gimmick. You're going to be the greatest <laughs> athlete in the history of Montclair High School. And uh-huh. that's, that's exactly where it came from. I guess I ribbed myself. That's funny. That's really good. You, know, you before ever thought we... about bringing it back? <laughs> uh yeah of course <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah before we leave uh this mm-hmm. came up again yesterday and i want to ask your opinion on it okay this is impromptu it's not on the the format mm-hmm. i have thought about this for years uh well for starters i've been watching this thing on youtube called street beeps it's okay. phenomenal i recommend it to anyone it's like these yeah. guys and they make their own like octagon in their backyard and it's mud and um but it's like it's like uh, they have sponsors and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. like they do basically like MMA fights and boxing, and it's hilarious. It's so mm-hmm. fun to watch. I will mean, I watch it for hours. Anyways, mm-hmm. this made me think of, for years, I've had the idea of what if there was a a, a company like the UFC that had an MMA fight, MMA mm-hmm. company, uh, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. the rules were you were allowed one nut shot her fight, <laughs> right? But like, but, but here's the thing. Like, yeah. You can't use it in an offensive matter. It could only be as a defense. So let's okay. think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. You're seeing two guys fight. One yeah. guy gets rocked and backs yeah. up. Normally yeah. in the fight, the, the offensive guy swarms in, finishes mm-hmm. the fight. In yeah. this case, the offensive guy swarms in. The guy who's on the verge of getting knocked out kicks him in the balls. The yeah, fight yeah. stops. Now yeah. you got five minutes to recover or whatever you going to be like. So imagine? it's like a
1: timeout? It like it's a, a timeout. because Yeah. I, I I only worry that like then you know there's a recovery time on that right so I guess it I guess it is like a yeah I guess I could see it as a timeout but you never get to take advantage right of but what you, you, what you don't just get to take to advantage the other. No, no, you it. can't
0: like kick someone in the balls and then jump on them and, and TKO mm-hmm. like it's yeah, yeah. only a defensive move and you can only do it once per
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <a> fight the, <laughs> the idea the idea that you put all this together yeah. and it's just a timeout. Instead of having an MMA thing where both people get a timeout, you're like, no. No. The plan is one guy has to hit the other guy in the dick. How would you call That's the timeout. But think
0: about the strategy, right? So, like, normally you see a guy rock another guy. He gets to swarm in and finish the fight. So now you see a guy, he he rocks the other guy. (laughs) He has to swarm in, but he has to be on defense, too, because he has to avoid getting hit in the nuts. Like It would be such a good strategy. Like It would be so fun to watch.
1: There would also be a ton of defensive training on, all right, you don't know where you are. You're kind of lost. How do you find the nuts? right like, you know like like last ditch how like where are you you're on the ground okay so if you feel him coming at you you' kind of out of it you know to raise use your right leg because it's more likely that that's yeah. where they've they've braced from like and people yeah.
0: might be saying like oh but they were cups trust me with the mm-hmm. cup it still <laughs> hurts with every yeah. cup it still hurts so tell me I, and be honest with me here, Am I on to something? Would this be entertaining?
1: Or am I crazy? <laughs> my only concern is finding competitors.
2: <laughs> hey, are like, yes, there, there are people, so many, no. no. There are so many MMA guys who are looking for a chance. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Here's how you have to think about if an idea is gonna take off. If I told my dad, there's an MMA company, but both guys get one nut shot, <laughs> he's in. <laughs> right? He's in.
0: One nut shot. Yeah. That's all you get, yeah. like it's one nut shot. Yeah, it's only in a defensive matter. Like I feel like people do bare knuckle boxing. Like I watched that on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, Paige Van Zant just did it. She made like ten times the amount of money that she made in the UFC, apparently. Uh, so I mean you pay some guys out like why wouldn't they do it? Like you might mm-hmm. get kicked in the nuts anyway in a fight. Yeah, yeah. And you've been in boxing, like you guys go for body shots and sometimes yeah, they're too yeah. low. And you know, I think it would be so entertaining. Just like one guy gets absolutely rocked and he's backing up and he's on the verge of getting knocked out and the other guy mm-hmm. swarms in and
1: the hurt guy just
0: kicks him in the nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like,
2: oh, wait a minute! Well, as, the as, the audience, as the audience,
1: there's already that excitement when someone gets rocked, right? And someone's like, oh, this, is the fight going to end? Is the fight going to end? Now there's a second layer of excitement where everyone's <laughs> waiting to see if the nut shot's going to come out. <laughs>
0: Just imagine that guy, like, he's all strong, and he's in control, and he swarms in, and he gets hit. Yeah. And now he's, like, on the floor in a fetal position. He's like, ah! Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: I, I think this is great. I hope somebody I, does it.
1: I love I love the idea of, you know, how, like, the the belt... You know, sometimes the belt to have someone with their hands up over their head or sell it like a Rocky pose or whatever. The belt, the belt has a silhouette of a dude who's got one hand up and another between <laughs> his legs. Like <laughs> our champion. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I know how it would work for for women's
1: uh, yeah. fighting, but you know, I don't know. Figure it we out. We can experiment with it. We, we can figure something yeah. out for sure. I think it's I just a great wanted to get idea. that out. I just yeah, wanted to get well, that out before we I'm close glad out. You, did. <laughs> you, got, you got that out right, right under the wire, um, just like a last-minute nut shot, um, because I believe that is all the time we have for the show this week. Uh, covered a lot of stuff, some great conversations here. And, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Um, a lot will have happened by that point, I am sure. More to talk about. More news, fun stories, and maybe some more entrepreneurial ventures for you, Sky. I love it. Uh,
0: thank you guys for tuning in to
1: episode
0: seven. Make sure you follow us individually and uh, WWTWPOD mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. I am mm-hmm. at Scorpio Sky, and he is at James Willem's feet. We will be back next week for episode eight. Mm-hmm. Hopefully.
1: Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We will see you next week.
2: do it all you the one do it all